Good day and greetings to you, listener. You are tuned into Wicked Curious Radio. I am your mystery maven, Roxy Zwicker from New England Curiosities, here with you along with the mysterious and now raised from the dead, Ken. The ghostly apparition. The ghostly here. apparition. He's making a surprising appearance on surprising. today's show. Gasp. And we have, of course, adjusting the... to this strange schedule. Schedule change. <laughs> I know. I know. And, of course, we have working very hard behind the board, the Professor Lou. Fixing up all his (laughs) screw-ups. Who's making this show happen for everyone. (laughs) So uh, we are here with ghost stories, legends, lore, and much, much more from New England and beyond. And on today's... All things Wicked Curious? All things Wicked Curious. And the theme of today's show is pretty much people in your neighborhood. Who are the people in your neighborhood? neighborhood? Because we're almost, well, I see we've been doing, you know, the tours. We're in our 18th season. Truly, I've been telling ghost stories since 1994 professionally. And in all these years, we have been incredibly lucky to meet some really, dare I say, wicked curious people. Yeah hear a lot of amazing stories from people that we just normally would not get in another environment. We've been invited to strange and curious places. Even just this past weekend, we're going to lead in with an incredible experience that we had, which would not have come to us if it wasn't for the ghost tour. So today we're going to explore all the curious stories and curious places that our tour guests and people that we have met at different events that we've done that have led us down um, strange paths that we never would have either had access to, never would have found out, family secrets and stories, and just some opportunities that you never would have expected. And it was really quite the walk down memory lane for us Mm -hmm. when we were talking about some of our favorite talks that we've had with people or stories that they've told us after tours. People over the years just approach you because of what you do well it's because i'm the crazy ghost tour lady yeah so the craziness (laughs) helps hey it's that ghost tour lady and i think some people don't know my name is roxy but that's okay (laughs) yeah we'll take it either way don't even know your name they'll open up to you i know it's strange it's very strange it's kind of like it's kind of like being because they know you're open up to them i can trust her yes i i was i was gonna say i don't have to feel awkward or alienated or strange well i guess when you're talking to me it's like standing at a quiet grave (laughs) (laughs) it's a no judgment zone and you're thinking about death and spirits and you're in the right environment Mm -hmm. to be in that space so i think it's a lot like just standing next to you know standing next to a grave as it were we're actually going to start with just um just a note and a great big thank you from this past weekend for a regular tour guest that we've been seeing over the past couple of years and she had posted some really cool pictures and i had just posted a comment um how much i loved the pictures and appreciated them and she gave us an opportunity to have an experience which just just does not happen. I mean, this, yeah, not, not everybody gets no, the 
this and kind of it was it was completely surreal to us once we lead in with that we have a whole host of people and places to tell you about that have again strange curious and ghostly tales from all over new england it it really reads someday like this amazing diary of what it's like to be a historian ghost tour operator it's even hard to even come up with what i do right. sometimes with yeah. one working title there's you know there's there's one working title so this past weekend, we really have to thank um, Jennifer Blaisdell, and she is someone who comes on the tours and really into the ghost stories. A fan, and, if you and, will. And I guess you could call her definitely a fan, and she has uh, quite a few ghost stories in her family that she shared, and we're actually going to look into some of those um, up in Maine. We're actually working on going to some of the locations on family property and looking into the ghost stories a little bit more. Um, there's some cellar holes and some mysterious women in the family that I can't wait to find out about. <laughs> However, the pictures that she was posting on Facebook were of something that I never even knew existed and now have learned so much about. And this past weekend, the experience we had is just unbelievable. It was, the energy, it was an honor and yeah, a privilege. The energy is very still, still very with humbling. us. Oh, beyond humbling. Mm -hmm. We learned that there is a type of horse out there. It's called the Marwari horse, and it's a horse from India. I saw your picture. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. I've got like a million more pictures oh, of, yeah. we got of us. Oh, it was incredible. And she had posted some pictures of her and the horses. She's been taking care of them since about 2001. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know, is there ever an opportunity where there's like a day of visitation with the horses, not knowing anything about them? Right. It looked very special. And she said, let me see what I can do to get you to come and see the horses. She says, you really should look up the Mawari horse. There's an amazing mythology about them. Mm -hmm. Keyword for me, mythology. mythology. <laughs> and I'm, I'm on it immediately. Yeah. Uh, looked up the Marwari horses and soon discovered that this is an ancient form of war horse from India. They were beyond revered. They were so sacred. They actually had painted pictures of them in temples overseas. And they were used in battle because of their fierce loyalty, their strength, and their adaptability to the environment. Their legs are, are strong, and the way that they stand, they can move through big sand dunes and difficult weather, and their ears are Yeah, are the turned. legs are very long and mm, thin. Very, yeah, and they have a, a very unique gait to them as, yeah. as they walk. And their ears have adapted to, they curve inward on each other. Yeah, to this, to the sand, and to be able to hear. Probably to when, the heat yeah. of India. It's it's amazing. So they were very, un very unique, unique, <laughs> unique looking indeed. In discovering how incredible these horses were, we also learned that for as sacred and priceless, and and how they would be just fiercely protective of their owners and riders. We also learned that. Unfortunately, they tried to do away with this breed. They were nearly they, extinct almost. They were, they were killed, they were castrated, and a lot of it had to do with the British occupation of India back in the day because oh. as, as things they changed... They were disarming the Indians. They were. Yeah, yeah I mean, these, Indian, uh, these, these horses were prominent to the ancient mm -hmm. Indian culture. Yeah. And when the British came in, of course, they wanted to do away with that. And it was the decision to do away with the entire breed of horse. Majestic animals. They are absolutely majestic. You know, they did these awful things 
to do away with the horses. We didn't know that there are across the globe, there's less than 150 of these mawaris that still exist out there. And there's only 15 of them in the United States. 15. Wow. 15 horses. 15 wow. marwari horses. And we saw nine of them. And we saw weekend. nine of them. And Holy cow. the, yeah. woman, the yeah. woman who owns these horses is from Britain, and she is responsible for the marwaris to be here in the United States. She lobbied. She worked. She went through all sorts of red tape, and there was a small window uh, several years ago where they, they were able to be brought in, and the window's now closed. You can't bring in marwaris anymore. Why? What's the problem? There's all of this red tape and all of these issues where now they won't allow them because they're worried that they'll be bred into other breeds, so they're trying to keep them purebred marwaris. Oh, yeah. So they're, yeah, There's a fine line here yeah, they're working with. They're trying to preserve them and bring them back. She spent years and years in India yeah. working to just raise awareness of these horses alone because they were out of favor mm-hmm. um, and working on legislation to get them to, to get some of these horses mm-hmm. over here. She managed, they're, um, they're actually up in northern New England. We're not going to disclose where they are, any details, again, because they, they, they're rare and they're priceless and they're absolutely amazing. Um, one of the horses that we actually saw performed for the Queen of England. Wow. One of those <laughs> yeah. horses. Yeah. yeah. The majestic stallion. I mean, incredibly, incredibly majestic horses. So we didn't know that there was anything like this mm-hmm. happening out there. And um, the woman's father was uh, one of the ambassadors to Egypt some years ago. So she was able to, to navigate kind of the international waters of what it was like. And the horses typically summer on Chappaquiddick Island. Oh, yeah. I love that. They wow. swim they summer, in the oceans of the Atlantic. Off yeah, and they love to swim. Out. I know. So they live a better life than we do. <laughs> they do. They do. So it was amazing uh, when Jennifer said the owner said that she could bring us to come and see the horses. And we saw um, in two different locations. We saw um, a mama and a baby. The baby, oh, little, little Moon, little was moon. only um, was only two months old. That was the picture that you probably saw yeah. of me with with the young horse there. Incredibly friendly, sweet, incredibly loyal, sweet so sweet. Girl. Yeah. Um, very awe inspiring. Next to the mama and next to the stallion, you definitely felt oh, very yeah. small. But there is a magic, and again, there is such a mythology of how loyal they are and how there is a language. And even we could see that with the personalities of the horses, oh, yeah. that there was there was a language where you could understand them, they could understand you. Oh, really? And, and they could understand each other. And, and they yeah, understood each just, other. Mm-hmm. It was um, it was incredibly awe-inspiring. So we were... It didn't take long to bond at all. They were just so super nice and gentle for their size. And, and we pretty much had to pull you out of the pen. Oh my goodness! You, yeah, you were you were <laughs> yeah. you were, you were like playing with little oh, moon. Just a bit. bonded yeah. with the horses. You were, yeah, you were having got a such thing a good for time. horses, I guess. Yeah. You know, and any time I've ever met horses, it just always goes well. It, it did, and mm-hmm. it was um, it was just such an amazing experience, and we would not have been exposed to that if it wasn't for the tours. But even you know, even the mama horse, she was totally fine with us. She was totally at ease. She wasn't defensive and. No, they were they were completely easy, and yeah. and and I agree, Leanne. I don't know how they could do away with them, and it's a miracle that there are any that survive right now. And well, that was the English bringing their own horses over and just 
asserting their dominance to mm -hmm. the um, Indian colony. Right. And today, I, I couldn't imagine Doesn't something make it like right, that happening. That's for sure. Oh gosh, oh, no. no. And and trying to repair this is is going to take such a long time and mm -hmm. so much effort. And our, our understanding is that by the end of the year, the Mawari that we saw, they're actually going to be going to England. So they're going to be leaving New England and they'll be away. Yeah, going back to England. Going back to England. But it was an incredible experience. You never know who you're going to meet on your tours and what road that's going to open up for you. Mm -hmm. So we got to see these incredible horses. And Should we trust the English for these horses? <laughs> After all, they were the problem. Right. Well, right. well, well. This this lovely lady. She's. It's been her life's work. She's been. Uh, you know, uh, applauded by the Smithsonian Institute for her work. I mean, this is just a life's work. I'm so excited yeah, to see where they go them next. Back. And teaching people how to take care of the Mawari and how to keep them going and and how to bring more of them into the world. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, because, I mean, many of them have been born here in the States now. Mm -hmm. And they are just spectacular. We, we met three stallions. We met the mares. We oh, met the, a couple of the babies. The three mares in the pen, they were just surrounding us, just, you know, begging and, for carrots. And the, the, <laughs> the stallion that um, we had met was a beautiful copper-colored stallion named Nazruddin. And he actually has an action figure that was made of him. What? Yeah. He has his own action he figure. He has his own action yeah. figure. We, we got I to like see it. the action figure in the box, you know, with the... Yeah, it looks just like him. Yeah. <laughs> Does it? You know, like, like Mattel, but it wasn't Mattel, but it was like that, you know, an action figure. Yeah, for, for horse collectors. Yeah. So you guys bought one, right? Well, no, we can't. We they don't sell them anymore. They sold out, so they're on eBay. So I looked them up on eBay. They're like fifty bucks. Wow! So I'll have to I'll have to get one to commemorate our. Uh, you met the horse that is the action figure. Yes, I know. And he is a proud, proud guy. Oh, he's, he's just wow, gorgeous. He's like a shiny copper penny. He he glints in the sun like that. It's it's incredible. What a beautiful horse. Yeah, absolutely stunning. Right. I had to dig it up, but your picture with the horse is coming up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Took a little digging. Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> we were yeah, only we, going to talk about it for a minute. We went right yep. in the pen, walked right up to them. That's Little Moon That's right me there. with Little Moon, who's two months old. And uh, Little Moon's dad is 30 years old, by the way. Wow. Yeah, he's 30 years he's old. He's 30 years old. I don't even know what the expected lifespan of a horse is. Yeah. About 35. 35-ish. Yeah, about 35, so he's got another few years to go. And I wasn't having to hold the horse. The horse was, like, trying to eat my dress and just hang out. No, and she came over with and uh, nuzzled, and she gave you kisses. Oh, just yeah. incredible, yeah. Now, she was like a lap horse. ears form on their own, or do they have to be? Nope, they form like natural. that on their own. Yeah. Interesting, and that's and that's part of the beauty of the breed. And as they get older, the way the ears come around, it looks like they make a heart. Yeah. So it's it's just a very endearing trait of the horses, which is very practical for them when they're out on the desert. Beautiful. They're they're incredible, and it was an incredible experience. And and, that, and that's the the bonus of what it is that we do at Knowing and Curiosities and and meeting people. You just, yeah, just you don't know. Who, who you're gonna, meeting, mm -hmm. what sort of story well, when you're going to walk paths, into. When you open paths, you don't know. This is the beauty of it. It's what I love about my business, actually. On a day-to-day -day basis, you never know. That's right. You just never know who you're going to walk into. And and sometimes you just you have to initiate it. I was like, great horses. Is there a visitation day? Yeah. Never knowing yeah. that we would have this Kinda opportunity. Kind of half-jokingly, and then like, oh, no, yeah. Yeah, and we, we brought carrots and got to feed <laughs> oh, yeah. them. Oh, my God, it was amazing. Keep in mind... 
if you're out on your path, be open to anybody that you meet. And I think that's one thing we constantly learn. You just, you don't know how that connection is going to work for you. Right. And that was honestly, that was like the best birthday present ever. My birthday's <laughs> yeah, tomorrow. Was incredible. And yeah. that was, that morning was incredible. It really just set the tone for, for just the energy for oh, the yeah. few days. Everything was perfect. I mean, the weather was perfect. Mm -hmm. the, it was just amazing. So gorgeous. go back a little bit and talk about, because you mentioned that they had a language and there was a lot of communication going on. So there was a, uh, an unusual level of intelligence. I don't know how to put this question. There was. So yeah. what, when we went to see um, the mayor, so we went to see the three girls. Mm -hmm. They're huge. I mean, you feel so small. Oh, yeah, they tower over you. So. Yeah. And <laughs> Warrior horses. Yeah. 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 And we went, she let us go into the pen every time. I mean, oh, yeah, I mean we're right strangers, in. and yep. she let us right in. The three girls were very, very excited, and they all crowded around us. But there was one who she explained what the behavior was she was doing. She was standing between me and the other two, and she says she's protecting you, so that way the other two horses don't rush you. She oh. says that she's going to stand there make sure that you're okay wow and i was like are you kidding mm -hmm. me and she's like no that's what they do to make sure that you're okay so that's part of again the, the lore of them the siblings or the others in the one the others was, in the pen one was a sibling yeah, some of the a lot of them were siblings through you know the same mother right and but not all of them right yeah and one one way i remember what she said was the sister to little moon yep the, the direct sister yeah the youngest one yeah so they were they were all related immediately rushed us when we came in <laughs> in a good way in a good way but oh, she yeah. walked right between them yeah. and made that barrier which was pretty amazing and even you with little moon mm -hmm. you made a few moves and and jennifer said that it was like you were playing with her oh, and yeah. she took you right up on that and started leaping through the air and running around you and she's doing the little kicks and everything yeah, yeah. She's and two she, months old and we were playing in no time and, wow. and she was inviting you to come but and play. i had i had like kneeled down in front of her dick squatted just to be on her yep. level and um I had no idea. I mean, you know about horses like this, but just yeah. like like a dog will jump on you yep. and and put their paws up there because they're all excited. She was going. She was. She went to do that too. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She was like a lap horse. <laughs> yes. It, no. It was yeah. true. But you know, you 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 like. You can make sudden moves at her, and she'll like jump side to side, and then yeah. the next thing you know, we're chasing each other around the pen. So it was, it was pretty fun. <laughs> I like it. Well, and again, she's she was only two months old, yeah. and to have that intelligence oh, and to have that interaction super, yeah. with you was mm -hmm. just amazing to watch. And she was so young; she didn't have her teeth in yet. Oh God! So to feed her yeah. carrots, I had to chew it up myself, mm -hmm. and then give her the chewed carrot. Wow. <laughs> It was pretty amazing. It was too. pretty amazing. You guys had a bond, <laughs> a uh, quick bond, yeah, just doubt. like that. Yeah, without a doubt. And even some of the other horses, when you fed them a carrot, sometimes they didn't want the whole thing. They'd be like, uh, uh, and they'd hand it back to you, <laughs> and you'd have to break the carrot into pieces and feed that. Yeah, horse. They, and they, they would tell you that. Yeah, yeah, they'd stand there and wait, and they're like, I can't eat this whole thing, and they'd just be like, Look at it, you. And like, yeah. at you Could you help me out? You? Come on, you idiot. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Jeez, don't you know? They're gonna have a tough time rebuilding from such a shallow gene pool. Yeah, I know. Really. Yeah, I know. And and they're they're doing their best. And one of the places we saw was um, a place where they were taking care of them health wise to make sure that they were doing really good. So they're doing their best yeah. by them without a doubt and sparing no expense. But to there's make definitely. Sure that they're good. I mean, she's definitely brought the. She had to bring the awareness back in India mm -hmm. as well. Um, but they, they're still learning. We one of the horses we met. She was a dark horse, but she had this ring around her waist uh, of white hair. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was like these odd markings, but it turned out that when she was younger, over in India, before they brought her over, they had tied a blanket around her too tight, oh. and they didn't know they didn't know how to take care of her. 
Oh, mm. I see. So yeah. it was kind of a learning process for them over there. Isn't it back to your original point though? Isn't it fascinating how um, things tie together? And you're in this place in Maine, and mm-hmm. it was Maine, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You're in this place in, in Maine, and we're talking about nearly extinct horses from India mm-hmm. being there, and how these stories tie together over time and distance. Mm-hmm. You know, we're talking ancient horse, ancient warrior horses from mm-hmm. India, and you're playing with them in Maine, feeding them carrots. I know. Yeah, we were told. It's just an incredible story. And it happened because we, we have the ghost tours. Yeah. yeah. I never I never would have met no, this one previously. No, I've never heard of this. Are they the no. oldest known species of horse? Yeah, on we the planet. Told? Yeah. And now they're they're the most endangered. Yeah. Because there's, I mean, there's, there's like 150 of them across the planet right now. And these horses found themselves here in Maine, and they're going to mm-hmm. go back to England, and mm-hmm. it's like, oh, God, it's just... They're well traveled. Incredible story. We were awestruck, and we we still are. And yeah, it was um, such an honor. She she said, you know, there might be a couple more times we'll be able to go and see them before they go. She even had talked about how heartbreaking it's going to be because she's been with them Can't even imagine. since the beginning. Yeah. And you can tell the bond that they have together is pretty incredible. It's like a, the closest thing to unicorns you're going to see. Yeah, <laughs> right? really. Actually, you it know? felt a lot like yeah. that. It really did. Yeah, it was like the vibe, for sure. Yeah. It's like if you went in a mountain valley and found a, you know, heard of you know unicorns mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> undiscovered up until now yeah. you know? I've, I've never i've never seen horses like these and no you know, I've, I've seen plenty of horses in my lifetime and to be able to to walk up to them and and not be afraid and i not not once not even once though i, I felt afraid, so no. small next oh, yeah. to them i never felt afraid and i think that was again just the vibe and the energy and even she had said to us she's like Usually they'll run and stand in the corner. She's like, they must really like you. She says, you yeah. must be putting off some really good energy. Yeah, not once did they want to no. like go away and get used to no, us. No, they, they were all, all right around up. us. Even without carrots and snacks in our yeah. hand, they were right there next to yeah. us. We walked in the, the pen with the three gals, the, mm-hmm. three, the three lady horses, and right away there's just three horse noses in your face all <laughs> sniffing you and everything it was it was hysterical yeah it was incredible and um there's some amazing it's like they're italian <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> great and there's um some amazing photographs of them out there in full dress like when they put all of the jewels and all of the fabrics yeah. and when they're out dancing it's just incredible and and nasruddin when he was brought down to uh kentucky he was recently down in kentucky People waited in line hours and hours and hours just to get a picture with the stallion. Yes. Wow. So um, yeah. it's, I am he still He performed down there in full dress and everything. Oh, yeah. Oh, all, you know, Indian with the colors yep. and the fabrics and the powders. Wow. Yeah, it was just incredible. So that was our, our appreciation. Amazing. Oh, and then there was, the, of <laughs> course, the boy with the blue eyes of all yes, things. Yes, we had with the, the one with the white blue face. eyes. He was like yes. ghostly. And the blue-eyed horse? Blue-eyed yeah. horse. Wow. Wow. Total white face and blue eyes. Is that a, a, a trait of theirs or was this a mutation? It was the, it was, she said it was the only one that she's ever seen that had blue eyes. And the thing about the horses, too, is that they actually change walker. color as they grow. <laughs> <laughs> so she wasn't sure if he was going to keep uh, his blue eyes as he got older um, and their, their colors change a little bit. Even yeah. um, Little Moon, Little Moon's colors oh, yeah, are changing. They, they start off kind of like a fawn color for protection, probably, and then they'll grow into their mm-hmm. color scheme. Mm-hmm. Yep. Interesting. So it was pretty amazing. Yeah, I was blown away. Thank you to Jennifer and to much gratitude to Thank our you so much. Yeah, our amazing tour guests that we've we've been meeting along the way. So uh, what I think we'll do is we'll we'll take a quick break and then we'll come back and we'll tell you all sorts of amazing stories about people that we've met, strange places that we've gone, and we'll get into the ghost stories. So don't go away. You're listening to Wicked Curious.
For the best and curious entertainment, you have to check out New England Curiosities, located in the historic city of Portsmouth, New Hampshire. New England Curiosities offers tales and tours of folklore, ghosts, and mysterious history with author and historian Roxy Zwicker, New Hampshire's longest-running and original ghost tour. Roxy has been entertaining the locals, visitors from away, and curious souls since 1994. New England Curiosities has been offering tours and special haunted events since 2002. Highly respected and thoroughly entertaining. You'll be talking about your experience for months to come. Discover why New England Curiosities is consistently on top of travel and tourism lists. Yankee Magazine calls the Shadows and Stones Graveyard Tour one of New England's top five cemetery tours. The Boston Globe says an experience with New England Curiosities is one of the three best alternatives to visiting Salem, Massachusetts. From scenic trolley rides to walking tours and speaking engagements, there's something for everyone. So join New England Curiosities and experience why they are consistently featured in the media, including television appearances on the History Channel and the Travel Channel. Check out the latest legendary tours and events from New England Curiosities at NewEnglandCuriosities.com. And be sure to like New England Curiosities on Facebook. Greetings to you, traveler. My name is Roxy Swicker, and you may have heard of me being referred to as Maine's Mystery Maven or even New England's Scary Godmother. Creativity and curiosity are in my blood, always has been and is a way of life. And I really wanna share my creative projects with you. Just under 20 years ago, I began New England Curiosities, a tour and event company based in Portsmouth, New Hampshire. And it's given me the opportunity to connect with so many people. And for the past 15 years, I've been serving the seacoast of New Hampshire as a metaphysical instructor and reader. Two of the things on my path that I've committed to are helping to empower spiritual seekers and to share stories from and with curious folks. I know that community is powerful and we can create so much together. One of my projects is Wicked Curious Radio, a radio show that asks, you are wicked curious, aren't you? And also The Woodland Alchemy, which is a film that brings its viewers to a place of imagination, the unknown, and the mysterious. If you would like to help keep these projects afloat and keep us moving forward, you can check us out on Patreon. If you go to patreon.com slash Zwicker, you can find all of the magical things that we are doing. You can check out all the different levels of subscription and join us on our journey. So again, it's patreon.com slash Zwicker, R-O-X-I-E. Z-W-I-C-K-E-R. And we thank you so much for joining our curious journey. Welcome back to Wicked Curious Radio. It's Roxy Swicker from New England Curiosities with Ken and Lou talking about the people in our neighborhood, amazing people that we've met on our tours. And we're going to take a jump from the horses, pun always intended, <laughs> over to our ghost story. Oh, hang on a second, because oh. I want to I get the shot up. Oh. <laughs> I'll be with a full-sized the full size stallion yeah yeah it's just so incredible he's a big I, horse i know and i didn't fear feel fearful at all no, no. Yep. that's nazardine that's nazardine that's look at that color oh my yeah, god yeah beautiful copper yeah, color. he looks really fierce right there 
<laughs> but you do feel really small next to something this big and strong. Yeah, like shoulder is head height. Yeah, yeah, it was incredible. You need a ladder to get behind. <laughs> right, I, I right. would definitely need a ladder. Um, just beautiful. This is the the horse they made the action figure out of. Oh, and um, he he performs everywhere to to the thrill of thousands. And um, again, just so so incredibly lucky and grateful. And uh, it'll be it'll be sad when they when they leave us mm-hmm. and head overseas. But I'm sure he's bound for some great adventures out, out there. <laughs> he loved all the attention. He just eats it up. Oh yeah, just a little bit, <laughs> just a little bit. Yeah, we and we loved it. We could have stayed there all day long. I wish, I, I wish we could. Yeah, have. right. We yeah. only You'll we get only another had visit. the morning. They're so we, smart. We will. We'll we'll have another visit and we'll tell everybody about it. So, we were talking about people telling us stories and introducing introducing us to spaces and places that we didn't know about and when i asked you ken i said so is there a particular guest story or location that spoke to you you brought up one that i had actually actually you had forgotten about it but i don't know how i forgot it it because it's such a good one first and foremost on my mind it was it just popped right in but because we meet so many interesting people from all walks of life doing what we do Mm -hmm. um i mean i was thinking this um uh, care worker, if you will, from um, from Dover, mm-hmm. and they had there was um, I forget which home it was, mm-hmm. but um, it's a convalescent home. Yeah, she had told us her story. I remember <clears throat> she had told us a story about how there was a there was a man that was living there, and he was a little little grumpy, I guess. And mm-hmm. um, she they used to call him the old crow. And then one day he he finally passed. Mm-hmm. You know, and they had grown attached to him. And then shortly after that, um, an actual crow. Appeared at the door. Oh, God. The double doors open. The crow would walk in. They'd have to kind of shoo it out of the building. And this <laughs> this was happening on a regular basis. At the same time of day, he sure. would come back to the clubhouse. Oh, my God, really? At the same time of day. Yeah. At the same time of day. He'd come in walking. In front of the same staff. Right into the building. Mm-hmm. And this crow would just show up and just say, here I am. And yep. walk through the, the electric double doors to go inside of the convalescent yeah, home. Repeatedly, daily. How does a, how does a crow trip a double door? Well, I guess it would Good be question, the motion yeah. detector. Yeah, be, but, he's a, but he's a little, he's a little guy. He it's must a, be little thing, short thing. Yeah. yeah. Com- you know, compared to you know something like a person mm-hmm. size that would trip the, the the sensor for the door. Oh, that's fascinating. Yeah. That really, freaked me out. That stuck with me. She's like, oh well. She, ever since he died, this crow keeps showing up at our door and, and comes in the building. Mm-hmm. Is that a grumpy and, crow? And <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, they squawk, so yeah. they they so it could be. They do. Yeah. And she said that whenever it came in, they'd say, "Hi, old crow." <laughs> because they felt it was the guy. Yeah, they 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 they're pretty sure. How it's could him. you not? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, what are, you know, it's, it's just again. You say, what are the odds? You know, he, he know. passes away, then then this crow's not showing. How many up. places in the country have a house crow? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can't think of any. Showing up in your backyard's one thing, but walking into the building. Mm-hmm. I mean, jeez. At on. the same time, every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something, something going on. I mean, there. it's it's uncanny. You know, I mean, it's mm-hmm. just and then they have to. Okay, you have to go outside. Can't be in the building. Mm-hmm. But they, they acknowledge him, say hello, old crow. And yeah. <laughs> and she I had, just remember that story still. Well, I, and I can't believe I forgot it because when you, when you mentioned that, I remember she had told us other stories about the building as well. And, and just to throw it out there. I know. A lot of these places have many stories. They do. Convalescent homes are, are not oh, places yeah. that I would typically be knocking on the door and asking about it, it ghost stories. It can't be easy to work. You've got to be a special kind of person. Oh, oh uh, with, without bet, a doubt. Well, my sister's one. And they have tons of stories. 
Oh, it's incredible. Oh, yeah, of all wow. kinds of weirdness. Yeah, I can't yeah. even count how many stories we've gotten from hospice workers and caregivers in these places about things that were so specific and so real. You can't yeah. tell them, oh, yeah. that's your imagination. Yeah, by the way, ask them about full moons. Oh, oh well, ask yeah. first responders and people who work in nursing oh, homes yeah. and people who work in hospitals. Ask them about full moons. Oh, homes. they know. Yeah. Oh, they they definitely know. And we've gotten some and great we've met stories many of from those them. people. Yeah. yeah, but same convalescent home. She had also told us in the next breath that there was a charming couple that was there. They were both there, married years and years and mm -hmm. years. And every night, it's so sweet. <sighs> Brings a tear to your eye. It does. <laughs> every night after dinner, they would go into the rec room and play their one song for a dance. Oh. And they would dance. And oh. they would dance. So the wife ended up passing away. Yeah. And he passed away a very short time, sure. within the month as, after her. As happens often. Yeah. Yeah. And they would hear the song playing in the room after dinner. Oh, God. So you know they were dancing I still. was like, I was like, seriously? And she's like, she's like we wouldn't even plug it in. You could hear. Oh, and man. you knew they were still there. Yeah. Same place in Dover. Yeah. I was beyond, <laughs> beyond oh. emotion on that one. I was like, really? Mm -hmm. So... I'm glad you brought up because I have forgotten both of those stories. Yeah, so I'm, I'm happy I could bring those back. Yeah. Well, you hear so many stories. It's you, you do. Tough to keep track. But those, that one stuck with me, the crow and, and the couple. Mm -hmm. Yeah, wow. There was uh, so many occasions where we've met people. We went down to Rhode Island, which Rhode Island was a, kind of a, a new venture for us sharing ghost stories. And that was uh, was three three summers ago. Yeah, it was kind of the outer reaches of mm -hmm. you know our our circle they had booked us for two libraries down there and um oh one of the librarians let us come and stay at her house which is a beautiful house yeah they made us dinner they treated us like kings and oh, we went yeah. down and they were telling us about places to go and explore down there and we did one talk on ghost stories but the other talk the the big attended talk mm -hmm. that we did at the library was helping people discover how to connect with their ghosts. Yeah. Like different signs. And that was really well received. It was, it was great. Yeah, because we were at the main branch for that one, mm -hmm. and then we were like at the west branch on the other side. Right, of, right. One was, uh, a, one was a little, little library, and the other yeah. one was like kind of the main library. Mm -hmm. We're down there, you know, in Rhode Island, and there were people attending that had been on our ghost tours in New Hampshire. Yeah. And I, oh, I, could, yeah. I couldn't believe Doesn't it. Doesn't surprise me. Yeah. I looked out, and I'm like, there they are. And they were from Rhode Island. They were like, oh, we heard you were coming to town. And it was just, it was so cool to be down there mm -hmm. and see folks that knew us from New Hampshire. Yep. Yeah, and, how, and they found out about you, what, through the network of librarians? Because we meet a lot of librarians come yeah. out on well, the I, tours. And unfortunately, I have a reputation with librarians. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. Huh. It's, in a good it's not way. a bad reputation. No, I do libraries all the time. I do them all the time. Well, they're promoting events. and They are. Yeah. Uh, we, we always do very well. That was great where we didn't even have to find a place to stay. They took us in. They're like, oh, come stay with us. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. They, yep, they fed us. It was, it was great. Gave we us there. a room. Three, three nights, I think, we yeah. stayed there. It was beautiful summertime. We actually wow. came back and went through Newport the last day. I want to travel with back. you guys. We've been to some really Free amazing places. And, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, many occasions, actually. And, and been able to stay. I mean, we went out to uh, Star Island. The first two times, we actually got to stay for free. Because I was doing a talk, and we yeah, stayed so out there for a couple of nights, yep. for your services. which was great. We got all of our food, and of course, when we were out on Star Island, we got so many ghost stories yep. about what was out there. Yeah. It was pretty incredible. 
So that was a, that was another great instance. But I really did like our, our Rhode Island trip. Yeah, I mean, they had, you know, stories of their own to share. Mm-hmm. And, and, I mean, it was well attended, especially the, you know, the connecting. Yeah, connecting with, with spirits. Yeah, and people had great questions. They did. It was awesome. Then, conversely, we were all the way up in Littleton. And this is a story that I will never, ever Littleton, forget. Littleton, New Hampshire. Yeah, right? yeah, up in Littleton, New Hampshire, mm-hmm. way up there beyond the White Mountains, at a bookstore. I think this was when my Haunted Cemetery's book had come out. Um, which has been a while I now. I believe it was, yes. Yeah, because I remember the, the sign out front was for Haunted Cemetery. Mm-hmm. So in there doing the cemetery talk. And mm-hmm. they were probably at like 25, 30 people. And there's always... And a little bookstore, yeah. Always little, yeah, little tiny space. And there's always like those people that linger afterwards. Yeah. And they're like, well, I didn't want to tell this to you in front of everybody yeah. else. Happens after the tours, too. This woman had told the story how... She had worked at Concord State Hospital, and she was a nurse oh, there. Oh, yeah, that's another group of people. Oh. State Hospital. Yeah. People. I know. We I were way up in Littleton to meet a woman worked, who worked at Concord. Mm-hmm, when it was open. Eerie story. Still gives me the shivers. And Concord State Hospital so, is... No, so many nurses. Yeah, no, notoriously so. haunted over mm-hmm. there. I actually um, spoke to a state police officer that had come on our tour, and he's gotten access to the buildings over there. He does a lot of photography, and he would tell me all sorts of stories about hearing the piano playing, seeing people walking down the hallways. So her story was incredible mm-hmm. because she worked in... The only thing incredible about those stories is that people would stand there in that building after seeing somebody walking down the hallway or hearing a piano playing mm-hmm. in an abandoned state hospital. Mm-hmm. And not run like hell? And not run like hell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. He was actually going after it trying I would, to I would see walk what, what was going on. Yeah. I don't know. Good. He was it's where he belongs in a true. state hospital. <laughs> oh, no. uh, she was working in uh, the secure ward and she had described this... This woman who was a larger, strong woman. Yep, she was a big woman. Every day she'd bum a cigarette off for her, Mm -hmm. and she said she was always super nice She didn't really talk, right? She would just use hand gestures, if I remember. Right, yep. And all of the other staff was very afraid of her. They felt that, you know, she probably had violent tendencies. Obviously, she's in the secure ward. Mm -hmm. And she was capable. She was completely capable. But her and this woman had come up with some sort of bond. She said one day she showed up for work, and she says this time she didn't bum a cigarette off of her, and she knew something was wrong. Seemed a little off. Yep, something she said seemed off. All of a sudden, a woman came up to her. Instead of reaching for a cigarette, she reached around her, and she gave her this huge bear hug. She said she she didn't even know what was going on because this was the first time she had yeah. physical contact with her. She didn't know she was going to have to subdue her. But it wasn't she, like she felt in danger, though. She no, but she, she was, she was ta- yeah. taken aback, yeah, yeah. clearly. On high alert. Right. Yeah. All of a sudden... This patient turned around, ran at speed down the hallway, and jumped out the window. Oh, my God. To her death. Wow. And died. And she said, I will never, The last thing she did was give that woman a hug. Yes. Yeah. And was gone. Wow. And And she'll remember that forever. She said she'll remember that forever. And, of course, we went over there Mm -hmm. and took pictures all of the exterior because you you can actually drive the grounds because they're still using some of the buildings over there. Mm -hmm. So it's it's not off limits to be there. It's very eerie, without a doubt. I mean, some of these buildings are really frightening looking. Yeah, they're kind of old and creepy looking. And and we took a picture of the the old Danvers facility, which isn't there anymore. Uh, Very similar. Same same idea. Same, Same exact era, too. We took a photograph of the Bancroft building for women, which was from, like, 1882. Yep. It looked like there was a woman in the photograph. And I don't put a ton of cretins in photographs. It's subjective, You know, a lot of reasons why you're getting weird things. But it truly, and it's one of the few photos I show, 
looks like there is a woman standing in the window in with jacket. wild black hair in a straight jacket up on the third floor. Looking and I had pictures you. before and after that of the same window, and there's nobody in there. Oh, wow. It just always seems odd to me when you get a picture like that. It's not at a random house in the street. It's right. at this institution. Yeah. So it's, it's Where there's a story. Right. So yeah. it was like significant to us. We were prompted to go check out the state hospital after we had talked to this woman that was there. And we also learned that the cemetery for the state hospital is actually down the road in someone's backyard and mm -hmm. was unmarked for years. Oh. Kind of like Northampton yeah. State Hospital where they're planting corn over all the dead bodies <laughs> yeah. out on Route 66. In, in Danvers where it was overgrown. It's now right. accessible. Is that disclosable? <laughs> Well, I'd you like know, to how find that bit go. of news after you bought your house. Yeah, so right. they, I think it was, I want to say it was like two or three years ago, I read about it in the Concord Monitor. They finally marked the cemetery. They actually put a big plaque there and did a ceremony and all of that. But can you imagine? And they, they didn't even have numbers or gravestones. Yeah. They were just buried in the plot there. At least in Danvers, they had numbers. In Northampton, they didn't yeah, have Yeah, they anything. were just numbered. Yeah. Oh, really? In yeah. Danvers, the cemetery, just numbers? Just numbers. Oh, man. Yeah, little numbers on tubes. Yeah, there's little, there. there's little like um, they're like concrete, concrete cylinders, tubes, yeah, and they're just gonna with a number on the end. I mean, very interesting about that. I mean, you met other people from there too, mm -hmm. like the guy that worked there, security. Um, but there's like, even though they're using portions of the hospital, there's big segments that are just closed off. They oh, just yeah. lock the doors, and that's where like all these sounds and things are coming imagine. from. Yeah, and this the tunnels. Um, the officer said we're we're still in good shape, good mm -hmm. enough shape for him to travel through and and take pictures and do explorations of. Yeah, all these places had tunnels too. They did. Yeah. Yeah, to go from one place to another mm -hmm. without being seen or having to bring someone outside. Well, even the cottage hospital in Portsmouth has tunnels, and we spoke to the guy who works Between for all the, the buildings. yeah for the water department, and he has the keys, and that's where they keep all the supplies for Portsmouth Water Department are in the tunnels of the old cottage hospital, which closed in the 1980s. It is ghostly activity. And, ha and has has ghosts that are there. Which yeah. is pretty cool. It's where you want to be. Oh, I know. Tunnel at a state hospital. Yeah. That's <laughs> just where you want to be. I mean, oh, he's Lord. seen the, the, the woman in the tunnel. Yeah, Especially he, one closed in the 80s. Right. Because there's a potential there's someone still living there. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. like, yes. Like the Japanese soldiers on the islands, you know. <laughs> I have no doubt. I have no doubt. And, and he saw the, because it's supposed to be haunted by, and let me just mention, if we're going to talk about him, I ended up meeting him, by the way, at the Moffat Ladd House in Portsmouth. Mm -hmm. I was doing the, at actually, an event. actually, I have to answer that email because I was just invited yeah. back to the Moffat Ladd House yes. for their talk um, so in September. And he walked up and he was a super fan. He's They're like, doing, I've, yeah. yeah, he's like, I've got all your books. they got to tell you some ghost stories. People are doing a, a thing at the Moffat Lighthouse? Yes. yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's uh, Heritage and History. They and you'll be there, there for the ghostly portion, <laughs> well, as uh, usual. Well, yeah, you know. But um, that's where I, I met that guy. Were you with me Yes, he approached. That day? Well, I... You I helped think me I, set up, I, I think. I think I had gone in to get some supplies or something, but he approached you. Yes. And... um. And that. who knew? He's, he's like, oh, I've been meaning to talk to you. This is a perfect opportunity. And he's, he's like, oh, he says, I know Portsmouth is haunted. I'm and, a fan. And he's, 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 like, he's like, everybody in Portsmouth knows you. And I'm everybody like, oh, Everybody knows God. you, Roxy. Yeah. Well, like, oh, yeah. I was one yeah, of those. okay. Of course. And, uh, they do, actually. Don't, uh, be, don't be fooled. Uh, <laughs> of course they do. Yeah. Uh, crazy ghost story lady. <laughs> but he said, he said, I've got keys to the tunnels. I know there the cottage hospitals. There you could be known as. Uh, I right. <laughs> I guess. It's crazy. It's just just a, a, another compliment, I suppose. Right. If it yeah. Make it work for you. Make it work for you. Yeah. So he told us about the tunnels, 
he talked about the nursery room nurse who we had heard from the clerk's office. I I had gone to pay a parking ticket, and I'm in the clerk's office, yeah. and they're telling me a ghost story. Just trying to pay a parking I'm, ticket. I'm like, yeah. I'm like what, you know what, maybe like, well, have do I have to pay for this ticket? It was like $130 because wow. it was like a couple of them. Well, you know, welcome up. to Portsmouth. Welcome yeah. to Portsmouth. Oh, yeah. yeah. And um, he had said, I didn't just hear the story about the nurse from the nursery. He said, I've actually seen her down in the tunnel from the waist up. What? That there was no lower half what? to her. I know. That's what I said, too. some people have said they've seen full body. They've seen her as a full bodied apparition. So half body just He's laying so there, or she's <laughs> coming out of the ground or out of the walls? Just, just, floating. Just, just, just floating, walking down the hallway. Wow. And he said the guy that he works with, also for the water department, has seen shadow people down in the tunnels of the hospital as well. And he says, I'm, I'm in and out of all these old buildings all the time. And he was, you know, he's probably a few years older than us. Mm-hmm. He says, do you think the city is haunted? He says, of course. He says, I see stuff all the time. And he said, right here underneath the hospital, for sure. He said, they yeah. see it all yeah. the time. So it, I wouldn't have known that if I hadn't gone to the Moffat Lad house for that event. And he right. came, oh my God. He, his kids were like could, trying to pull him away from right. oh, me because yeah, he, he wouldn't he did, stop talking. He, just, he couldn't stop talking to you. And the family's like, come on, Dad, let's go. <laughs> did I miss it? Did we summarize the woman in the nursery story? Well, Can we get a little primer on that one? So I don't know her name, and yeah. when I heard the story from the clerk's office, my understanding was, and it could just be a rumor, but she never had any children, mm-hmm. and of course she took care. I've got a great picture um, from the 60s that is of the nursery with possibly who it might be okay. in the photograph. Possibly the woman, yeah. Yeah, and that she's still taking care of the children because she didn't have any. So she, yeah, she had no kids, so she wanted to be around kids. Right. Became a nurse at a Back in the 1960s. Yeah. Yep. So that, that's as much as we have on her. But we've got the same exact description and the same exact story from two different people. Wow. And and both of them say they've seen her there. And and just to note, in case anybody's wondering, there's no medical staff there in the building whatsoever. No. 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 no it's it's, all it's the police department, city hall. No. <laughs> so there's, there's yeah. no possible way as to, to who this could be. And I would have known that if I hadn't gone to the Moffat Lad house. Right. And met this guy, and he would have stood there talking all day. And so you even didn't pull a, him away. even even your parking ticket turned into something useful. So yeah. you just never know. No, you don't. You don't know who who you're going to meet and what story they're yep. going to tell you and where you're going to end up. Well, we talk about this though. You tend to see what you're looking for, you know. And if you, it's it's about setting intention. It's about mm-hmm. it's about living with a certain perspective that attracts the things that you want to attract. Yeah, I guess sometimes you just you don't think about it because yeah. it you know it seems so, like it's so random sometimes. Yeah. But I, truly, it's not. Like at the end of the day, well, we know not it's random. not random. You've been doing tours for how long now? Eighteen yeah. years yeah, really. in Portsmouth. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it just feels random, but it's it not really random. random. You, you just attract this. So I guess just on that particular day, and, and you got together with that particular person, but it's the result of you having done all these tours and all this promotion and stuff like that. So they know you. Some, somehow, like, like mm-hmm. so we've got a new super fan that's on the crew with a gundalo, and he's yeah. been taking every one of our tours. For, yeah, weeks and weeks yeah, he's, and weeks. He, I think that really? yesterday was his, well, Saturday was his fourth or fifth tour with us over the past couple months. He just booked his next tour with yeah. us. Lifelong Port, Port, um, Portsmouth resident, and he's still learning stuff from Well, what did he say when we went out to the Great Island Comic because he took the trolley tour? What did he say? He's like, Roxy, you did it again. I just learned something <laughs> I didn't know. He did. He's like, was 
just blown away. Roxy, you did it again. That's exactly what he said. <laughs> I was yeah. like, oh no. But he was. Oh, Magoo. For <laughs> You've done it again. Oh, a Magoo reference. <laughs> I like wow. it. Oh, I used yeah. to love Mr. Magoo. Yeah. But he worked as um, an advisor with the Port Athenaeum for like five years. He worked with Historic New England at the Governor Langdon House. Wow. He's been on the gundalow for years. Yeah. Pretty much the gundalow has started. And he's telling me he hasn't heard half of, half of the stories that I've told. And he says the ones that he has heard of, he hasn't had the full story. He right. says until well, he came the on the, the tour. Story from you, yeah. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. So you know what he's doing now? I got an email over, over the weekend from him. He sent me a whole bunch more stories. He actually sent me photographs, Stories that too. he has. Stories wow. that he's researched. Yeah. And he, he said you should add these now to what you're already talking about. Anything you didn't have? Um, there's, well, yeah, there's one. Yeah, there's that one. It's kind of, it's. So see, it, getting some new material. Yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of sad, and I have to make sure that I tell it in the right context because the North Cemetery is quite haunted anyway. It's our second oldest, and um, but back in not, the 1990s, it's not a stranger to misfortune. No, there, it's though. not a stranger. Yeah. I mean. Homeless people living in the tomb over there. I actually just researched a few more stories Another about story that. On that one. The trees being struck by lightning up there coming down. But um, back in the 1990s, there was a gentleman. And it's funny, he sent me the newspaper article, but he had more that he mm -hmm. wrote in there, too. A uh, gentleman was trying to sell a story to the Portsmouth Herald. And which at was, the time was right across the street. Which was right across the street. And the story had some poetry and whatnot. And Apparently, the paper wasn't interested, so he crossed the street and committed suicide and shot himself in the North Cemetery. Oh, wow. So In I, the 90s? Yeah, in the 90s. Yeah. And this is one we hadn't heard yet. And it, this is one that I, I hadn't heard yet. It's going to be a writer. you got to take rejection better than that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I would think so. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm suspecting there's probably something a little bit more than yeah. that going on. Mm -hmm. And then um, the other story he had told us, which is over at the South Cemetery across town, which is a huge cemetery, lots of good stories, uh, there was a gentleman who committed suicide at his mother's grave not too long ago. Oh, yeah. And he, he's got... All these other layers of stories from the cemeteries as well that he's researched, and um, it's just it's just amazing how he's like, you know, you should probably add these on. I've got a few more stories mm -hmm. to share with you. So he's like, you know, almost a research assistant now because he wants to add and let people know things that he's been looking at. Right. So that was, I mean, that was pretty cool. He just yeah. He come on our downtown tour. He had a little bit of a connection to your story about mm -hmm. the body on the beach. Oh. <laughs> should we t should we tell Lou that one? Yeah, you should bring. Yes, it. you should. I, I think now that you've peaked his interest. Yeah. Oh, because you've heard the story of the body on the yes. beach. Yeah, over at Newcastle, right. the two brothers. Yeah. So, uh, so the it, property. Yeah, yeah. So it was. The, and then it you was, met the daughter of a woman who actually the discovered the body. Yeah. The granddaughter. Yeah. The grandmother yes. was walking along yeah. the so beach. So I mean, that was. This is another interesting person we met on the tour, yeah. right? Well, there. I know. Well, yeah, mm -hmm. it's a tour guest. And this beach is the body catcher, right? When, yes. Yeah. Yes. When bodies are going out, they end up on this beach. Yes. Yeah. I guess it's just the way that the current yeah. swirls into. Well, because it comes up around the. It's point a nice little rounded cove. It's beautiful out there. It is one of my favorite places. It's so not is it right there the on the bodies. brochure. We catch all the bodies. <laughs> we, catch all. Yeah. we catch all beach. Yeah. And um, we had just we had just told the story on the trolley, and people were getting off to go look at the beach. And he had just said, "Roxy, you've done it again." This is the same night. And, and he, he said, "He says I've got a little more for you on that story." So again, this guy is so connected to the community. He's yeah. always doing lifelong stuff. resident, lifelong mm -hmm. resident, and. He was charged with delivering papers to bring out to the new people that lived in the house where the brothers lived. Okay. Someone had bought the house. Someone someone had bought the house, and he was dropping off the papers, and 
the woman that bought the house says, you know, what do you know about this house? I got it for such oh, a good deal. God. I can't believe I yeah, paid this price. He price. had to be the guy she, who delivered the news. He, he said he wouldn't tell her. Uh, I don't blame him. He wouldn't yeah. tell her. He yeah. was he was just bringing some paper. Don't know anything. Yeah, yep. and he he said he didn't have the heart to tell her yeah. that that was where those two brothers the, were. And it's bought, quite the story. She bought the home of the murdered brother. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she's like she's like, there's such a beautiful view. How could they not charge more for this house? So she she felt like she stole it, and she yeah. is, she didn't I couldn't know. say it. Yeah. Yeah. He said I couldn't tell her. Did the brother <laughs> die in the house? Right, right out, right, pretty much on the doorstep. On the doorstep. Yeah. You know what? Out on the beach, right? Right, on, right yeah. on the beach in front of the house. You know what? A bargain is a bargain. Right. <laughs> Especially when it comes to real estate. <laughs> Especially in Newcastle. A little yeah, power so. washing. Everything's fine. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Just, yeah, don't. I, I don't know. So I would funny know. he had the connection to that. He knew the story. Yeah. He had to deliver the papers to this woman. And couldn't tell. And he said she was the nicest woman and just happy that she was there. Yeah. And loved to look out the big window at the tall ships going by because yep. it's right at the end well, of the who river. Who wouldn't? We yep. had a nice oh, one go God. by that night. We did. We actually have had a lot of tall ships go by our, our trolley big, tour. Big, big schooner. Yeah. Oh, the gorgeous. But yeah, so, so this guy. Scheduled or just No, just randomly traffic. going yeah. by. Yeah, just seemingly random anyway wow. yeah it's oh it's no that's been great so so yeah he <laughs> I, i'm not delivering story. that news either <laughs> yeah right so i don't know anything i just moved here just enjoy your house <laughs> yeah, just enjoy the view don't walk down to the rocks right oh my gosh but well, yes. listen it's a it's a colonial port town someone's died in all these houses <laughs> yeah probably point. you're probably right yeah yeah, well, and it's funny because you don't really think about Newcastle and, you know, aside from the history in Newcastle, mm-hmm. you don't really think about, you know, other things that have happened. Well, you know, it's had its witches and devils out there, too. So Well, yes, the devil of Crate Stories Island for other days, so. and, yeah, mm-hmm. all of that. <laughs> so, yeah, so we, were, we just came up with this this list of people that we Let alone met. the people you've met, you know, police officers, oh. like especially in New York. Oh, yeah. Um, Coast Guard, Navy, mm-hmm. they've all got stories from the Navy Yard. Oh, yeah. And so. Yeah, I was brought the out. Coast Guard has a lot of stories, doesn't it? Yes, they, they do. do. Yeah. They do. I was brought out to uh, the Portsmouth Naval Shipyard. That's probably seven or eight years yep, ago. As, as a guest, I was actually doing a uh, tea leaf reading party yeah. out there. On the another Navy place, yard. yeah. And, and on the way out, um, lovely lady, because she had to drive me out and drive me back. I couldn't drive in. Yep. And on the way in and out, she was telling me ghost stories. When I got to the building, the building I was in, which was like a recreation building, yep. they were telling me how haunted it was and the one over there. And, of course, they talked about the prison yep. being haunted and the hospital being mm-hmm. haunted. So they're always giving you fresh stories. Oh, it's, and it was great. great. It was it was awesome to get out there and to be able to do an event like that and then to get all the ghost stories too. It was so it's cool, you know, when somebody comes on the tour or comes back on the tour, I mean, they can get some fresh stories on the same tour because the yeah. know, update stories all the time. Yeah, we had mentioned on last week's show, we were actually yeah, talking about that, great. how they're always evolving mm-hmm. because there's a, another layer put onto those stories. Nice. Yeah, and how many times uh, during the course of the tour, I know something about it, or I knew those people, or I've heard the story this way. Or, oh, that yeah. happens yeah. a lot. A, a real lot, yeah. a real lot, like with, with Attorney Charlie. And, and, <laughs> yes, and, this and, is an attorney, yeah. there you go. Well, and, and so many stories from attorneys, judges, yep. like like people that have stature in the city, but they're, you know, they're not going to tell everybody. Right. Oh, yeah. 
Attorney Charlie, oh, I can tell you that my place is haunted now that, now that I'm retired. Now that I'm he's, retired. Like, he's like, I talk about the ghost in the building that's <laughs> yeah. been there with me for 25 years. Yeah. I'm like, Quite oh. the story as well. And that, that, well, we do that on our Friday night walking yes, tour, we do. which is really cool. <laughs> Who else do you, do you remember? I mean, there's so many we had talked about that <sighs> we had bumped, you know, bumped into or brought out to a location. I mean, we talked about Cold River. Yes, the Cold, we, the we cold River. We went up the Cold River radio show. Yeah, which was done in this, this great... North theater. Conway, New Hampshire. Yeah, it was a live performance. Yeah, it was a stage. live performance in front of what was it, like 350 it was people. Like, you know, almost Holy 400 cow, people. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was huge. And this theater is a giant, giant tent in the woods up in um, Intervale, next to North Conway. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. yep. mm -hmm. And it was a beautiful it was, place. Yeah. Well, it was like the. I think I've camped up there. First week of November. I'm and it was just sure. raining like hell. Oh, it was and pouring. It was oh, not a fit night for man or beast that night. <laughs> but it was a full house. Oh, it was yeah. packed, yeah. packed, and they had, they had the, um, they had two or three bands that night. They had, well, they had this. I, I can't think of the name off the top of my head, but they're quite a famous um, bluegrass band. Yep, they, they were. I think they were a quartet. They were. They were quartet. No, there might have been five of them. Was there? No, maybe there were four. No, I think there were four. Because yeah. if I remember the poster, it said they were yeah. quartet. But I remember they were all like from MIT and. Oh yeah, they were all like yeah. geniuses. Yeah. But they're <laughs> instruments. And playing bluegrass. Yeah. Okay. And uh, they ha they had invited me to come up and do stories from Portsmouth, of all things. Yeah, on stage. Yeah. On stage in, in front of everybody. So, of course, I, I, I impact stories from the red light district. Yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> and, and for 10 minutes, it was a total hit. Yeah, it was an awesome 10 minutes. And, of course, part of my payment was I was paid, but they also put us up at the Wentworth Hotel up there. Oh, nice. Which was really amazing. Not the Wentworth by the Sea, but no, the Wentworth Well, no, Hotel not the Wentworth by the Sea, because that's in Newcastle. Which is still a beautiful Wentworth, hotel. Yeah, this is the, the, the Wentworth Inn up there. In um, Jefferson. Jefferson. Jackson? No, Jackson. Sorry, with the Covered Je Bridge. Jackson. Yep. Yeah, because yeah, the Covered Bridge is right down the street. Yep. yep. So we got to do that at, just for 10 minutes of telling ghost stories. Every time. Yeah. I know. Yeah. And and we met all sorts of really cool people. I got Hot to sell tub, books. Everything, which is but, a great place. But what was the coolest thing about doing that event? Who showed up? Do you remember? Oh, well, one of our um, innkeeper from uh, Notchland, the Notchland Inn. Which isn't a random thing because? Because we went there on our honeymoon and for years oh, afterwards. Wow. And they remembered us and came down to see Roxy speak. Get out. Wow. Isn't that awesome? Which yeah. is which this inn is also haunted. They have a gravestone in there. The, the Notchland Inn. It's amazing. Yeah, it's in, my, uh, it's in my New Hampshire Book of the Dead if you want to read about the Notchland Inn. But Again, these things connecting to each other. Yeah. It's just awesome. They're mm -hmm. just up the road, so they came down to uh, to see you perform. Yeah, he's, he's like, oh, I heard you were in town. And I'm like, really? He's and, like, yeah, so yeah. he came down mm -hmm. to see you. I was like, what? And the Cold River Radio Show up there is a thing. So. Oh, the Cold River Radio Show yeah. is like the local thing to yeah. do. Oh, my God. So <laughs> cool. And uh, it was just kind of cool to see him there. I think you can find them, there. the things on YouTube and stuff like that. That's out oh, there. yeah. They do it um, a couple times a year. They actually have a radio show in Mount Washington Valley, but then they do the live radio show a few which times a year. Which was just so fun to be yeah, there. Yeah, which just brings in tons mm -hmm. of people. So we got to, to sit there and experience that, which was pretty amazing. Got the stay, got mm -hmm. to explore around up there, found a whimsy house down the street from us that was... Yeah, that was also a shop. Which was a shop built by this very eccentric guy. You know, kind of out of scraps of wood and metal, and you know, kind of one of those funky art houses, yeah. and it was amazing. Uh, unfortunately, he had passed, and his wife was trying to keep it going, so it was really cool. It's a really neat little gallery. Mm -hmm. So we wouldn't have been there again if it wasn't for they had heard that I do tours in Portsmouth and had stories, and they wanted to pull somebody from the seacoast, mm -hmm. <laughs> which is the, the same thing when we go up to the Lakes region. Yes, one of our tour guests. 
had gone up to the inn there and told them all about uh, the ghost Instead stories of sandwich. that we do. Yep. Yes, and another great little the corner inn. house inn. Yep. Oh yeah, yeah. So that brings us up there. So you don't know yeah, who's at least on the once tour. A year now yeah, every, yep, he has me up there every year. And they put us up for the night yeah. in a beautiful 18th century home just up the road, wow. which is fabulous. Yeah. We get uh, on a mountain. On a mountain. <laughs> just keep the doors and windows open, and you never know. Yeah, it's <laughs> gonna walk in. It's true. It's yeah. true. So it's just it's just one of the things where we don't know who we're gonna see now right. on the tours. And it was I was trying to think of the name of. The TV show, and it's actually escaping me right now because it's probably been at least eight or nine years mm-hmm. ago. And um, there was a TV show. It was, I think, it was on TNT. It was on one of the major networks. And the producer, the writer, and part of the crew had actually booked a ghost tour in Portsmouth with me. And I had to keep it quiet, not t- talk about you know who was on the tour and all of that. Right. And um, they had come and did the ghost tour. Very generous with their tipping, I might add, which was very <laughs> nice. Made it very memorable for some of us. <laughs> nice. And it, it's just it's such a thrill sometimes to go back and talk to people and find out what their story is and why they're in Portsmouth and where that's going to lead us next. Right. And who they're going to tell. And yeah, and like every person is a hub. There's so many strands that go out from every person. Mm-hmm. If mm-hmm. you just, you know, and again, you you're a person who they feel comfortable telling stories, just telling stories to. No judgment zone. Yeah, it is. It's always a no yep. judgment zone. I was excited to to sit down and just think about everything that we've done. And well. this is just scratching the surface. It's, it there's is. so many more. We've, we we had the the woman that was on a tour that was up visiting a friend because. Her friend was keeping an eye on her because she recently tried to commit suicide, and then we connected her on the ghost tour with her mom and Elizabeth, and yep. she's like, oh, my God, it's like going to John Edwards. I feel like this tour just saved my life, and mm-hmm. I still hear from her on occasion. She's wow. like, I didn't know my mom was looking in on me, and I'm it like... It changed her life. It changed yeah. her life. It's just a little ghost tour. How did she end up... The deceased yeah, mother. Exactly. ...in Portsmouth what a month after she tried. the sequence of events that put her in that position? Out of right. Florida. Yeah. At, from Florida. And her friend just happened to live on the seacoast and wanted to get her mind off of things. <laughs> Brings yeah. her on the cemetery yeah, right. tour. Yeah. She was singled out on the tour for the doubting. Right. And- Elizabeth picked her out that I needed to talk to her. And the whole story just spilled right out in front of everybody. Is that how you ended up in a conversation with her? Yeah. Because Elizabeth mm-hmm. pointed her out? Yes. Yep. Elizabeth said that was the one that I needed to talk to out of like 30 people. Wow. I mean, a lot of it came out, but then most of it came out after the end of the tour. She's like, I got to tell you. She's like, I got to tell you the full story. Yeah. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Just blown away. Yeah, I was like totally in tears. Out of all the tours that I do, she ended up on that one at the right time and because of her friend. And she said she didn't even want to go. But her friend's like, we should go and do this. Who knew that she was going to be picked out on the tour? It changed your life. And I get a random email from her every now and again. She's like, I just want to let you know I'm still doing good and I'm looking forward to coming back to Portsmouth and taking another tour with you. Sometimes I wonder if the thing here is we tend to think of these as a coincidence that this all hooked together. Right. And I tend to think of it as this stuff is everywhere. Mm -hmm. And it's what the coincidence is or what the selectivity of it is, is what you choose to engage with. I suppose that's true. In other words, there are stories. There are just stories everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. It seemed like this just this chain of events had to happen for her to be there and and get this. You know, it's just like uh, more than a coincidence. Yeah, but yeah. synchronicities, if you will. You yeah, know? sometimes you think, like, in that particular tour, there were 10 other great stories, and that was, this was just the one you connected with. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And that's what I often tell people, too, is, you know, we only have time for just a couple. So I always, my intention is 
connect us to the person that needs it the most, yes. right. that needs to know the most. And mm-hmm. that's the first thing when I start dowsing with Elizabeth and asking her who's with us, just tell me who I need to connect with that doesn't know there's somebody with them and it's going to make a difference too. And lo and behold, and everybody else on the tour that was standing there, I mean, I don't know if they, they thought I had made it up because <laughs> they were know. just standing there just well, shocked. There were, a lot of people were in awe, though. And, of course, some people cried, and well, as, people as usual. Always, people always crying on the cemetery tour. <laughs> Which is just, you, you think the simple, the simple ghost tours for entertainment are so much deeper. Yeah. It's just the, the way it went. Well, think of the subject matter, though. Right. Mm. Well, and, and how life many... and connection and, you know, intense stories. Yeah, some of them can be really intense. And how many people have affected our lives and how many people's lives we've affected in, yeah. in, our, in our own little way. It's always, the tours have always had a good intention behind mm-hmm. them, but it's almost, it's gotten to the point where it's like transcended them in some moments beyond just the, the entertaining ghost stories and history. But there's, there's something bigger always at mm-hmm. work that seems to pop up when we least expect it. Well, that's the, when you're a creative whatever your field is that those are the ones when they start to take their own life mm-hmm. and it's like you know you've created something but at a certain point it just starts running you know yeah and, and i mean doing this now for this long yeah it's running yeah and it keeps on happening and people will <laughs> never really forget does. no and who knows what adventures lie before us now right you never know what's coming around the corner tomorrow what about tours? What's availability? When? Where can people find out? Uh, well, this week our, our tours uh, were a little bit lighter because, you know, one year older tomorrow. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, yeah, yep, birthday. So, yep, so we had, a, we had a light in the tours um, a, a little bit this week, but you can find out at NewEnglandCuriosities.com. Book for October because everybody else is. They're going to go quick. <laughs> they're going to go they're quick. They're already going. They're, they're already, some of them are already gone. And if you're listening to us on iTunes or Buzzsprout, hit subscribe, and we'll be back next week with more Wicked Curious.